Episode 6, Alpha Coach Podcast. It is Saturday, March 23rd, uh, 10.30 in the morning. I'm currently uh, just dropped my son off for a baseball scrimmage before he does a about a month of travel ball. And then uh, that busy kid's got league baseball after that, and then... Hopefully all-star baseball and then run into football. But anyway, again, kind of like last week, going to kind of keep this short and sweet. But um, just got through wrestling with with my 10-year-old, uh, made it to state again, uh, which was good. Um, again, now we're kind of into, into some early baseball, but kind of in my mind rehashing how his year went. Um you know, his progress with that, his development with with that stuff and kind of, and then, you know, thinking about, you know, his year with baseball coming up, um, you know, and a quote, when I was thinking about it, a quote from, uh, a quote from Frank Martin came to mind. Now, Frank Martin is a head basketball coach at uh, South Carolina right now. He uh, was the Kansas State uh, basketball coach, um, when I did my undergrad at Kansas State, and I was actually a student trainer, um, athletic trainer, uh, my sophomore year, when, uh, we had Michael Beasley, Bill Walker, Clint Stewart, and all those guys, and we ended up, uh, beating KU at home, it was a big deal, we haven't done that, we hadn't done that in a very long time, and anyway, got to be around Frank Martin, and, uh, uh, he's one of my favorites. He is a kind of a no-nonsense coach, but um, the way I explain it, he's one of those guys that if you make a mistake, he's going to let you know about it. But if once you do something right, he'll, he's going to be the first one to one to slap on your back and give you a hug and tell you good job. So he's one of those that it's you're held to a very high standard, um, very as anyone that knows Frank Marmot, very animated, very intense, very enthusiastic, but, uh, you know, players love him. It's one of those guys you'll go, you'll go to, you'll go to war with. Um, and really with the amount of coaches I've been around, uh, when I did my student athletic training in a D1 school and then you know, just being around athletics for a long time. He's one of the best leaders of young men I've ever been around. So I can't say enough about the guy. Um, love him. But anyway, uh, he was, the question came up about, you know, the AAU system with basketball, youth sports. I don't really, I can't remember the exact question or uh, premise, but, um, he was kind of talking, he started off talking about how, you know, he was sitting there watching his, uh, his 10 year old son play basketball. And, uh, you know, these parents are yelling, screaming at the ref, yelling, screaming at the coaches, um, and all this stuff. And, you know, he didn't really like that. And then his 10 year old son comes up to him and, you know, at, at, uh, at a, time out or whatever and kind of asked him you know what I, what I should be doing and Frank goes I told him to go talk to his coach he goes I'm your dad I'm here to be your dad I'm not here to I'm not here to be your coach which I thought was 
amazing nowadays because you really don't see that. But uh, uh, his main quote was this, and I wrote it down. Um, you know what makes me sick to my stomach when I hear grown people say that kids have changed? Kids don't know anything about anything. We've changed as adults. We demand less of kids. We make their lives easier instead of preparing them for what life is truly about. We're the ones that have changed. And I thought that was that was very, very, very well put. And I can kind of, for me, I can kind of get caught up in, you know, seeing some athletes in the PT clinic and, you know, they kind of got a bad attitude and we kind of have to go through that process. And, you know, sometimes I have to sit myself down and go, you know, what, what am I doing as a dad, you know, as a coach to my two older kids, just, or just preparing for them for life in general, that's, you know, building them up instead of, you know, building them down. So I thought that was a really good quote, you know, really, we should be looking at how we're, how we're, we're preparing our athletes and children for the future instead of, you know, how the way they're acting. Um, well, I love the quote. Um, another thing that popped up into my head, and the reason, one of the reasons why I wanted to bring that up is just, um, two things. I was thinking about, again, I was thinking about how his wrestling year went, um, and then one instance kind of came to mind with this, you know, the way we're treating coaching our kids and athletes is he, uh, he was at a local wrestling tournament and made it to the finals and it was against a, a younger kid, but a very, very, very good athlete, very skilled wrestler for his age. Um, anyway, match goes on. Uh, my son beats him pretty handedly. Um, you know, stayed aggressive, the way my dad put it, he was kind of mean to the kid. Uh, good top pressure. Um, anyway, gets to about the third round. His opponent starts to break, starts to kind of start crying. Um, and anyway, so my son wins by a pretty large margin. And after the match, the kid's throwing a fit uh, on the mat. You know, shakes my son's hand, kind of mump rambles over, lightly shakes our coach's hand, and this is, mind you, this is in a big gym, you know, stadium full of people, there's other matches going on on the floor, there's parents, you know, sitting along the wall, uh, walks off the mat, takes off his headgear, and throws it as hard as he can at the wall, and misses a a mother holding a baby by about mm, two inches in front of everybody. Um... So, and then, so I watched this kid, you know, and then he sits down by his mom, and it's in my mind, well, anyway, sits down by his mom, and his mom, you know, starts rubbing his back, and I kind of walk, walk past the kid as I'm going back up to the bleachers, and I eavesdrop, and it's more, and it's more of, you know, oh, this is your only loss of the season, you've been wrestling well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now... I can tell you that if I would have done that in front of my mom or dad, I probably wouldn't have left that gymnasium alive. Uh, 
at least, in the least, my dad would have grabbed me by my ear and let me know what's up in front of the whole, the whole gymnasium would have known what I did wrong and some other choice words. But, and again, it's, the reason why I bring that up is just, you know, instead of letting the, her son know that what he did was not acceptable, uh, could have caused some harm to other people, it was, it's okay, you know, you're having a great, it was, it was a, it's okay type thing. And then another thing I saw is Tom Izzo, the head basketball coach of Michigan State. Um, I think it was, I think it was yesterday's game, actually. Uh, but tight game, NCAA March Madness tournament, um, gets very heated at a, one of his players, um, and by very heated, I mean chewing this guy's butt. Kind of grabs him by his arm a little bit. And then they're in the huddle and proceeds to keep chewing on him. And uh, at one point, some of the other players kind of have to calm him down. Of course, with the social media area, this gets blown up. You have one side of the fence that says that's unacceptable. Um, you know, he should even be fired. Other side of the fence says that's coaching, um, and what have you. Uh, again, you know, my my thought is uh, that's coaching. Um, you know, if you can't take consequences and criticisms with um, your actions nowadays, then you're not going to get too far in life. So I didn't see anything wrong. Again, Tom Mizzo is a very, 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 very good basketball coach. Um, I think his record and his history show that. Uh, you know, whether he should grab him by his arm, that's up for debate. Uh, but again, that's just another kind of thing uh, to kind of go along with Frank's quote. Uh, I'm trying to think of another... Oh! Another one, and then I'll wrap it up. Um, my 11-year-old daughter's kind of been having some some social media issues with some other girls, and uh, they're currently on their ending spring break after this weekend, but some random night during the week, uh, a fellow intermediate school girl commented on one of her social media posts that you know, to, I won't say what actually she said, but it was very, uh, very mean spirited and kind of out of nowhere. Um, thankfully, didn't really brother my daughter too much because we kind of gone through that already, and she's pretty good at letting it slide off her back and all that good stuff. But again, that got me thinking. You know, uh, you know. Nowadays, I mean, I've had this discussion with uh, uh, some of my employees this week. You know, when I was growing up in elementary school, junior high and high school, you know, that was before that was before Facebook and all this stuff started. So if you said something like that, either in front of the person you're talking about or behind that person's back, 
either way, two things are going to happen. Either you're going to have a fight or you're going to get in trouble of some sort. Either way, there's co- there was consequences for what you say and what you do. With social media, you know, that girl posted that stuff on my daughter's wall or whatever, what have you. And there's probably going to be no consequences at all. And there was no reason behind it. Um, you know, we even didn't even know until one of my daughter's friend's moms called us and told us about it. So, you know, sometimes nowadays with the social media stuff, say whatever you want. You can say the most heinous, you know, malicious things to a person online and... You know, getting away scot-free. You're not going to get beat up. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to get reprimanded most of the time. Most of the time, there's some, you know, there's some different cases of of people getting fired for saying stupid stuff. But, you know, when it comes to kids, say something like that, nothing's probably going to happen. There's no consequences. So, you know, whether that's a, you know, to me, again, I always look like, what are we... You know, what are we doing as parents and coaches, you know, for that be able to be ever behavior to happen. So again, kind of going back to Frank Martin's type thing, you know, and I've said this before, I always say, you know, keep your kids accountable, put them in tough situations, put them in uncomfortable situations. Uh, make them problem solve as much as they can by themselves. I'm I'm a full believer in that. So uh, we'll call today on that. Uh, I know it's a little preachy today, but um, that kind of stuff's been kind of on my mind this week. But uh, let's see what else we got going on. That's about it. Uh, again. Uh, social media stuff, Instagram, at Cole Samuelson, all lower, lowercase. Um, and then Twitter is at capital Cole, uh, capital Samuelson. Again, questions, topics, uh, hit me up. We'll see you guys next week.